Yeah, what's good, everybody? It's your boy Kenny P from Nerds in the Hood podcast, um, where we discuss gaming news, discussions, and debates, all types of things in the industry. Um, so to join along, whatever, how you want to do it through Discord or Instagram, you can hit the button, hit the follow button, or hit my uh, link. My what is it? What is that thing called? Linktree? Yeah, hit my Linktree in my description on Instagram. You can join in from all this stuff. So what we're going to talk about how great this year been. And so we're just going to get into it. And I hope you like the new intro. Kaboom niggas, it's the bomb right here. They know me. You got a little buzz like light beer. For light years, ride the track and knife gear. How niggas riding mine, they should rhyme and bike gear. Whatever, I'm right here. And I ain't never worried. Metaphor kill mics like Dr. Conrad Murray. Word for word, syllable for syllable. My word serve them early like alphabet cereal. Yeah, what's good, everybody? Yeah, if you peeped the new intro. You know, that's from um, Boondocks with the, the bomb wave cream. I like that. I, I really like that rap, but I had to take a little snippet until I get something of my own, you know what I mean? My own custom made shit. But right now, I think that, that works because we the bomb. We have wave grease. I, have, I might probably bring out some wave grease for, for sale, you know what I'm saying? But who knows? But um, I hope you guys been good. The holiday just passed was Thanksgiving. The last time I spoke to you was, what, Halloween? But it's been a fun month, hasn't it? I hope so for you. For me, it kind of been um, pretty eventful. Uh, I've been to some. I've been to another con. Shout out to my boy Vandal Marching. If you have it already, if I mean I know I'm small, but if you can go check him out on Instagram. His art. He has original art, original manga. Um, he has two books out. He's coming out with a third one, Infinity Love. I'm not putting all this stuff in here, Vandal. So don't expect don't expect me to sell your book on this. <laughs> he has to pull up. He says, oh, "I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come." But I know he's a busy man. He's he's an artist and a genius, right? So you know those types are always they have a schedule, I guess. Even though they don't have a traditional nine to five, right? But anyways, he'll pull up when he can, though. No 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 shame, no shame. But I hope you guys had a really good holiday. Thanksgiving is one of my favorites because you get to eat. Eating is always fun. And then you bring all your family and friends together and you guys just give thanks, right? You're thankful for them being around. You're thankful for all the things you have. And there's a lot of things to be thankful for this year. I'm thankful for my my family, uh, my friends, especially the people that support me here and everything of that nature. I'm real thankful because I, I think I wouldn't have kept going without like my own peoples around me. I was a shout out to the to the therapist. Mental health is is a real thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Definitely helped me out too. All those things are, are very thankful. And then you, I gotta point out like gaming, bro. Like this year, like 2023, has been like an amazing year for us, right? It has. It's, it's one of those years. It's like one of those top years. Like what, like 2007, maybe 2017, what 1999. You know, I, you know, I'm old, so <laughs> just thinking back, like even probably before my time when, you know, uh, when you had Sonic and Mario coming out with stuff, or those times where people were just bringing out games and and, and it was bringing out bangers. But 2023 was really a year about bangers. Like I, I really, I enjoyed it, and I, I we're gonna dive into you know what's you know the releases this year, the top releases or like the release. Well, I say the releases I've played. And I found that was my favorite and why, you know, things like that. But first, I want to talk about um, my last visit to Anime NYC, which was a really, really fun experience. Shout out to Vandal again because I got to exhibit a pass. So I got in for free. Uh, <laughs> couldn't didn't want to didn't have to pay no fee 
to get in so that was always a plus that's always a plus free entertainment free content i was able to make some stuff make some videos um some of those will be up on my instagram some are already in my discord so it's either or you know if you join either or or follow either or you're gonna you're gonna be stay up to date with whatever we're doing and what's going on because i believe next week we have another episode i have an episode with um one of my friends from my old podcast days we used to do and i think you guys know him bmo but he should be able to pull up hopefully next week and we're supposed to be seeing um not next week ah oh, damn i think it's like the third but we're supposed to be seeing the godzilla movie so that that's gonna be cool we're gonna see in 4dx you know um if you know 4dx that's like with the with the sounds and and, and the feelings and the, the air and stuff like that we're gonna see like godzilla might fart and we should we probably will smell it so it should definitely be a um exhilarating uh experience to smell godzilla's fart so i'm looking forward to that i'm looking forward to godzilla's fart but um yeah so you're gonna you're gonna hear um you should hear uh, a take on that movie um i think it'll be dope so that that'll be in like a couple weeks so but for anime nyc first things first though i gotta say i gotta say with anime nyc they they I don't know if it's a Java Center, but I mean New York City in general is expensive. Rent out here is, is high. Manhattan rent average is what five thousand dollars. It's it's really it's really high. But anime NYC got you with booths costing like two thousand dollars. So for a table, maybe for like a little corner, like a little cube. I said a cube, maybe a square, right? Like a little square plot. It's like two thousand dollars, and then like you also have. If you want to use their Wi-Fi, you have to spend three hundred, and not even the two thousand covers everything because you have to get insurance, you know, just in case things get stolen or something happens to your items and stuff like that. And you know, they're responsible for it, which I understand, but I'll never understand the, the pricing. Like, you're not even—it's not a car. Like, that's a down payment for a car, if anything, or even like that's really a lot of product you can make with two thousand dollars like imagine you putting that down and you only have like a thousand dollar worth of stuff it's just that's mind-boggling i'm pretty sure nobody did that but i mean just saying like you have to double that you have to make at least four thousand and i mean some people can make it in a day and i get like you paying because what's gonna be around you because i ain't gonna lie viz media was there bandai namco whole homo live i don't i said homo live jesus christ ho ho live i don't know it's that vr chat with the like the young the yaoi people like the yaoi girls something like that i seen them it had a long line i didn't know that thing is so popular i mean yaoi is popular but it's just it's just i don't know it's just little girl characters and there's people that voice them in vr chat but anyway bandai namco was there they had boxes they had boxes full of stuff like I, I i didn't buy anything but the boxes full of stuff looked kind of cool and that was a long line for that viz media I ran to a guy i forgot his name he was real cool made sure he was good in the um at the convention like if you need water or anything but he was he worked for viz and he was just like i was just make sure like all the artists and stuff are okay which i forgot I didn't get his name until i got his name but he was really dope Hopefully I see him at another convention and I can get his name and information because really nice guy. And um, but the pricing was um was just just terrible. Yeah. So like a lot of like other places, like a lot of um different companies was there. So I get that like you need to maybe raise the price because you're going to get more because you have these people here um that's going to attract so much attention anyway because it's Viz, Bandai and all that stuff. Um, Also, you're going to have like certain actors that 
And I mean, I, I'm guessing they paid some people to be there, of course, you know, panelists and things like that, that they have to um, that they have to afford. But still, like that, that's that's a lot of money for the price. And then the amount of people that was there it was like, I didn't think they needed all of that. But maybe maybe it did. I don't, I don't I'm not really too sure. Uh, well, anyway, um, I got to make some content. I got to meet some really wonderful people. Shout out to Mikey, Mikey, T- Mike, Tony. My, I'm sorry, Mikey Todd. I'm about to say Mikey Todd. I'm terrible. I'm so sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Mike Tony, who is like an anime, a black anime artist, whose pictures have emotion and you can feel the sound. It's crazy. Like you could you could hear the sound in his artwork. It's, it's amazing. He's a real deep brother. He takes from um, all aspects of culture because he believes. I mean, I, he believes, but clearly black people have been around in every culture you could look at samurai time medieval times all that but he takes those things and he uses that in his art um ran to a guy that sold bags i forgot their name but their bags were like three bags in one it was it the bag was expensive it was like 200 but it was, it was literally three bags in one you could take it out all apart into different bags and turn into like the big bag could turn into a fanny pack it's just i was like wow it's bags like that was real cool they uh I thought I thought that was that was good. I didn't like that they put the gaming section literally like in the left corner. Like and they but they did have the Sega uh, arcade system, so that that shit was cool. Um you don't really see that often unless you go like to Tokyo, I would guess. Or when they had the Sega arcade cabinets there cuz I think Sega arcade got closed down. It went bankrupt. They, I don't think they went bankrupt, but they sold it off. So now you see the cabinets there. They had a bunch of different games there. You had your Dance Dance Revolution, of course, and you had your fighting games. So, but you had different fighting games. They even had like a Smash Corner, a Tekken, a Tekken Six, Tekken Seven Corner. I'm sorry, and a Street Fighter Six Corner. Like they was, they they had their own TV screens and stuff like that. It was like the PC versions, which I thought was um, really good. Uh, they were selling a bunch of um, food. There's food vendors. There's one that stuck out called Big Gay Ice Cream. I don't know. Um, I guess if you if you have the ice cream, you might be gay. I don't, or maybe it might turn you gay. I don't, know. <laughs> I doubt that. But I just, it was that's cool. Big gay ice cream. I thought that was cool. I didn't, I didn't get to try them. I did try this fudge, clove something. I forgot what it's called on the top of my head because I'm kind of free balling this right now. But it's um definitely the fudge was was really good. I like the fudge. Um, another thing, a complaint. Um, for anime NYC is that or that in conventions in general is there, there's a lot of swords it's everywhere you go at any convention I feel like there's just a bunch of swords I don't know why like that's a thing out here but I mean as long as you have I think as long as you have a 3D printer and some creativity and you're like I could make this you make a sword this one dude made Xeno, a Xenoblade sword from 3 or from 2 and it looked really nice I was just like oh that's Xenoblade 2 he's like yeah He's like he made it himself. Took him some time, three D printed the pieces and stuff like that. Put them together. So, I mean, if you want to make some extra cash, you know, just get a three D printer, get some swords, look at some anime swords, put them, put that to work, make like ten of them for each, and then head to a convention and and sell it. That's it. Sell it for like twenty, thirty dollars a piece. You should be making your bread back. In no time, everybody likes swords or like shields or guns, anything that look kind of cool, but you can't fire and or like you know. But also, it comes with costumes. So, like if you need a costume that has a sword, I mean that would be the best bet. 
they even were selling costumes there which i thought was really cool like and you could actually go in as a regular person and then go in the bathroom and come out as like you know ichigo or like or maybe luffy because there was a lot of luffy's there a lot of people like one piece giving the support to the live action i'm presuming and also maybe just because one piece is i guess awesome i just haven't experienced the wonders of one piece you know didn't really grab on to that kind of stuff but you know that's here nor there uh, monkey d luffy yay right straw hat crew yay i'm not i'm not a big fan of one piece but it but don't don't crucify me for that you better not because it ain't even that deep however also anime nyc had some yaoi shit they had yaoi shit they also had some porn stuff i was like okay they have hentai all right went to this uh spot called um it's i forgot the it was like you remember all right so if you live in new york right back in the day like say like the uh late 90s early 2000s when maybe this was happening before that but that's when i started going outside but <laughs> you started going outside in the late 90s kenny yeah yeah pretty much like i was able to go outside by myself they you understand if you was there you there right but anyway when when i finally went outside and i was seeing like these different areas there's always a place it was always people selling like dvds and shit of like japanese movies anime blah 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 i said dvds also vhs tapes that was the thing i'm pretty sure some of my listeners don't even know what a vhs is and you my friend need to go look that up vcr looked at a baby up i think i have my vcr player still to this day i'm never getting rid of it old tech gonna be it's gonna be used somewhere <laughs> for something or maybe i just have a problem letting go anywhere but back in the day there was always a place where you would go to um uh to get a vhs or a dvd um anime movies or like you know you get dragon balls that's kind of the way people got dragon ball z movies like vhs tapes um and that's how you probably get actually most anime i remember seeing ninja scrolls berserk berserk was on tape i I seen that first on tape and dragon balls i saw the cell saga on tape first before i saw it on toonami before it even came out on toonami and if you was around that time you'd be able to to like you know get these different nuances they even had hentai in there and stuff like that so my point was i'm sorry my point was is that like that place we went to in anime nyc looked like those places from the you just variety vhs dvd stores i would say variety vhs dvd stores i think that's a good name for them so for those places the guy kind of was kind of like that because he had a whole bunch of stuff and then he also had the hentai stuff and like you could pick up the hentai stuff and looked at it I, I did that i was like what did i just pick up you know i just picked up some hump day or something like that yeah or tentacles wars tentacle wars 96 like it was it was crazy <laughs> and then you go around the corner and it was like this lewd lewd pics i think is it called lewd pics but i have it on a video check out my instagram or the discord all right she anyway she's really nice is a family um orientated spot where the mom and the daughter put lewd pictures on like you know tote bags and t-shirts and things like that they have a pretty big following too matter of fact and i'm just surprised that mom dukes is actually printing some of these pictures with like you know big titties big butts and 
doing obscene scenes, obscene positions and stuff like that. She's just printing them like, oh, la, 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 la. We're going to make some money. Like, that, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's cool. That, and it was real nice. She was real nice. Um, A lot of people, I'll say a lot of people, they're nice. I got to interview a good chunk of people and people that just walked into stuff. It was a place where people was doing Beyblade. Unfortunately, I think that's the new generation. If the new generation of Beyblade, is, is, that, if, if, is it small? Because what I saw was it was kind of small. When I was Beyblading back in my day, <laughs> back in my day, I was um, I had we used to have like these big ass weight rings that would like, like smash into each other and cause sparks. Like, I remember I had I had the uh Black Panther. It was a Black Panther, Panther Black, whatever. That guy from I don't know if anybody really watched Beyblade, but remember that second was it second season or was it V Force? I'm trying to think. I think it was second season when the guy had the um the Panther shit, and or maybe that was V Force because he had the Panther. And because it had everybody had bit beasting, I think in V Force, almost everybody had something going on in there. So, but I believe that 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 was like I I forgot what what it was, but it had a large weight ring, and I used to use it. I used to win most of my battles. I remember I used to even had my own Beyblade Stadium, but the Beyblade Stadium they had it had a covering on the top, and it had holes on the side and stuff like that. So they would like hit each other and. No, go inside the holes basically like that. that's that's how kind of like mine was but mine was like really kind of like to me i think it was like cheap plastic it wasn't crazy it was like flexible plastic if you know cheap plastics it was like that it didn't it lasted long Ooh, it lasted long but and i remember bringing it outside and playing with it with the friends on my block and stuff the, my friends on the block actually had beyblades and stuff it was cool like I, one of my friends had like the legit Tyson Beyblade with the I don't know if y'all remember when he had the Dragoon launcher, the the Dragoon launcher that shit looked cool and it had the thing on it had like the screen on the top. I feel like they only made that so they could sell it and clearly that's what it was. And they had the Dragoon like Dragoons Dragoons Beyblade was always cool. It was always clean. It's nice and white. It's white and blue. It was smooth. It was smooth. to me. It was smooth. To me, it was I don't know, but that's just you know. The, anyway, Anime NYC was a very very good experience. I suggest people go if you can. Um, just don't I mean, I don't know if you can afford it, get the get the table. If you can't, just go as a spectator. I heard the party was lit. I missed out on the party. I heard they was twerking up there. It was upstairs. I wish I got up there. I would have had great content, even better content, because I'd have been wildin', maybe. I would have been up in that shit wildin'. But um <laughs> But yeah, that anime NYC was definitely a cool experience. And doing it on the other side was definitely a cool experience because you was able to talk to different people as well oh and before i get into the gaming stuff this year i want to say shout out to bryce um he's the the character designer the character designer at sea of stars and if you know sea of stars sea of stars artwork is amazing i was able to chat him up with uh for like about five ten minutes i didn't get an interview hopefully one other another day i will i feel like i'm gonna see him again but he's a very nice guy all the people were nice I'm telling you, all the people's not. And I like that everybody came out, even famous people. Like, there was dudes, big YouTubers were there and stuff like that. I didn't know them, but I'm pretty sure they were big because a lot of people else, a lot of other people knew them, right? But <laughs> really cool experience. But we're here to talk about what's so thankful about the year as well, right? So, like, this year in gaming was super, like, super duper amazing. Like, it, it, to me, it was it was an amazing year. And I'm just sad that, like, some people weren't able to experience this year over, like, you know, either through COVID, because COVID kind of dismantled a lot of people's family lives and took away a lot of people from their family as well. 
um, you know, people who, you know, passed away in general or, like, just not here or not able to play. Um, you know, shout out, to, shout out to them. I hope they're able to play wherever they are, you know, wherever they – but this year has been – I would give it – I will give it an A+. Plus. I mean, there's only been a few kind of duds, right? Only a few duds. We could go over the duds real quick. Was I remember one off my head? Golem, Golem was awful. That that was a. I, sometimes I be thinking like, why would why would what's what's the point of wasting resources on this? I'm pretty sure this ten million dollar project, ten million dollars could have went somewhere else, way more productive than that. We could have probably housed some people or something like that, or we could have probably stopped Bill Gates from buying up another farm or something. I don't know. But games like that, or even King Kong, like what? Why? Why was? Why are you making this? What was? What's the point? This, <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. The, the graphics, the lighting, the gameplay, boring. I don't. I don't know. But that's here nor there. Let's. Let's. Let me. Let me. Let me talk about the good stuff. Let's just let's get into the good stuff, right? So, let's talk about High Five Rush, which was a pleasant surprise. What is it published by Bethesda? Bethesda. So Todd had a hand in that, right? Right. It was one of that like it was an anime game, but it looked amazing. It was it's basically made like a cartoon. The voice acting was good. The gameplay was fun. It was a rhythmic action platformer. A three D rhythmic action platformer. Like even your hits, your attacks could go with the rhythm. There's a rhythm bar at the bottom, you could put that on, toggle that off, whichever. But it was definitely a fun fun game i didn't get to finish i got halfway through i like the fact i like how they mix up the gameplay halfway through like they add teammates aspects and stuff there's upgrades and things like that help your guitar become um you know the best guitar to beat up these robots you beat them up with swag you beat them up with style it's, it was a cool game it was a nice surprise and i really enjoyed it for what it was um i think from now on i think we should give more games a chance especially when stuff like that comes out right and then oh dead space remake had came out and i just kind of got that um just recently because it came out on game pass just recently right just just stored like it was just in october a couple weeks ago so that that was good that they in the remake master lighting even even better because i remember the first one was really scary it was scary i was scared i'm sorry i was scared and i like i just didn't know like what to do with some parts but i was definitely scared and i couldn't like some sometimes i had to put the game down because it, it got too dark that's one but even in, in the remake is that they really handled the darkness a lot better it's a really eerie thing and i think it's like one of those best one of the best horror games to kind of ever exist to be honest like that space is really up there with like resident evil and all that so that game was definitely fun goldeneye 007 had came out and when i was announced i was kind of hyped but then i was thinking like it's going to be a port so it's an n64 port it's not even n64 port it's a pc port i believe and it came out in a state that was kind of bad but it's cool that goldeneye came out this year in 2023 it's more than a 20 year old game at this point and so that's that's definitely cool that it um it got some love this year metro pine remastered didn't get to play that but that looked good, right? To me, it looked it looked solid. It looks like everybody enjoyed it. Hogwarts Legacy. I actually did an episode on that when I was um when I used to call this Kenny Powers podcast, and it's one of my like you know pretty good episodes actually. But you could be you could, you could be a wizard. Um, technically, um, the game technically is sound. Um, graphics is good. 
the gameplay looks okay like to me it didn't really grasp me you couldn't play quidditch so that was kind of a deal breaker for me i was rather like a mini game of quidditch i know there's other mini games you can mix and all that stuff hopefully but it could build upon that hopefully the hogwarts legacy 2 will have more deeper mechanics deeper rpg element and also quidditch because i would like for them to include some quidditch because that's because quidditch is fun I want to fly on a broomstick. I know you can fly on a broomstick in a game, but I'm flying a broomstick and and catch a a quidditch. Is that what it is? The little thing, the the golden the golden snitch. Is that what it is? The golden snitch. The snitch is it snitch. Anyway, um, Atomic Heart came out, which was like that Russian cybernetic first person shooter. When it was first showed, it was like, yo, this is, these graphics are unreal. I'm pretty sure. I think they use the Unreal Engine Five. Uh, I was, I would guess, the lighting, the particle effects, the bosses look pretty interesting. But the gameplay, it wasn't too bad. It was just like, I guess it was methodical. It was got kind of boring. Not not saying like the first, like the shooting, but just in general, it's in like exploring the world. You can't really go around because there's gonna be robots always chasing you, and they kind of had to tweak that. But I think now it's in a way better state, so that's that should be a, that should be a plus. And if you want to go get it, it's on Game Pass, so it's for free. It's for free. free, free. It's free. <laughs> oh my god, it's free anyway. Um, sound like I had a glitch. Am I in Atomic Heart? Uh, nah, 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 nah. Uh, like a Dragon Ishin, I bought that. They just they and they just they just put it on Game Pass like ain't that and I felt like it was gonna it was gonna do that. I don't mind supporting RGG because I also bought the man who erased his name. I think I bought all the Yakuza games and that's and I'm not upset about any of that. I'm some of them I got on sale anyway, and it's just because I, I love that studio. Ever since I played, nobody really knows, but I played Yakuza when it was on a PlayStation Two. I didn't really enjoy it that much, right? So fast forward was like 15 years later, <laughs> like, you know, almost 15 years later. And we got like a dragon um, with um, Ichiban and they got in an element that I kind of used to like, you know, I like I like turn based RPGs and they added a little, like a new flair to it where like there's a lot more movement, a lot more dynamic animations and stuff like that. It made the game really cool. And I, I really enjoyed and I really enjoyed the Ichiban story. So that made me kind of get like a dragon ish anyway. I was like, I got to get that. And I was like, um, I have to get the other games too. So I played through Zero, uh, Kiwami, um, 2, and 3. I'm working through, uh, I haven't finished 4, 5, and 6. I played through some for 6 because I wanted to see what happened with Kiryu. Um, but those games are just on a whole nother level in terms of um, drama and writing. They really outdone themselves. And I really can't wait for Infinite Wealth. They actually have a demo in the new one they actually just dropped. Um, but yeah, going on to the next one, right? Gran Turismo 7 actually played that. Actually, it's, it's not bad. I'm more of a Forza person, but I could see why Gran Turismo wasn't too bad. But they got review bombed, though. I'm sorry about that. It's too bad. So sad. But on to the next, right? <laughs> Oh right, uh, forgot. I forgot. I cannot forget this. My son loves this game. He loves Kirby. Kirby Dreamland came out, which was technically I bought it because I bought it for him. So he kind of, so like he plays it. He plays it around me, so I like it. I like how the game looks. My boy bought it. He beat it. He said it's pretty easy. 
A lot of people say it's pretty easy, but what you expect from a Kirby game? It's a Kirby game. It's supposed to be. It's not tailored to children, but it's like most kids can actually like. I think Kirby is a good stepping stone in terms of platformers, also like Mario. But potentially kids to, because like my son loved Kirby. He plays through it. He was playing on the first level for like ten hours. I was like, you, you gotta, you gotta go to the second level. Like you already beat the boss and all that. You don't need to still be here. You just go around la 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 la. It's all green and it's, it's this like first level, so it's all green and and. and I think it's like around the city and stuff like that. He likes turning into the car. And I was like, there's a whole bunch of other things he could turn into, but he just likes the car. So, you know, let him be. And then he eventually moved on, though. He eventually moved on. So I don't really, I'm not even really mad about that. Wulong Fallen Dynasty, which took a good chunk of my time, actually. Like, I'm looking forward to the DLC. The last DLC comes out December 13th. Once that comes out, I'm going to cop the season's pass and just play through it all all at once because I think DLC is about like each one is like it was like three, four hours. And the most is like five if you want to do everything or six. But I think I thought Wulong was solid. A lot of people, or I mean, the reviews are pretty good, but there's for some for some reason, some people on, on the Xbox, I don't know why on Xbox, I think they review bombed it because of the first boss. Like in the beginning, only like I think more than. 80% of the player base or was it 90% I think more than 90% of the player base could not defeat the first boss so they went back and they had to tweak it and patch it I could say that I pretty much finished that game pre-patch like even with Lubu like I remember they said they, they nerfed Lubu a bit and I beat him before they nerfed him so the game was not too bad if I, I felt like if I could get through it because I couldn't even really get through Sekiro but that dodge mechanic was I think better for me I guess within rhythm and it was a rhythm to each attack I don't know why people think it wasn't a rhythm. There was rhythms. Then when you had to fight Lubu, there was definitely a rhythm to all his attacks. Like, like, but Ulan was definitely one of those favorite games I liked this year. I spent a good like 50, 60 hours in that. I was running around, and then when the, the and then they also patched it really well, and the game is in a way better a way better spot right now. So if you really want to get into it, I suggest getting into that. Um, if you like Souls likes and Ninja stuff, because Ninja shit is really really good and another another remake come on man like come on like like come on like resident i can't i can't i can't like can't not mention resident evil i just feel like i'm kissing the mic nah <laughs> i can't I, I i cannot not mention resident evil 4 remake which was undoubtedly like probably one of the game of the years this year i haven't played it unfortunately but i will play it i have it i'll get into it <laughs> that's what i'm gonna say the game looks good i played resident evil 4 back in the day so if it's anything like that with updated graphics and better feeling and better quality of life changes then and it looks like that's what it is i never watched the full story so yeah i'm interested in playing it it looks really good and i'm gonna get into that don't worry don't 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 juke me i might have i might have my own review for it I'm thinking about doing that you know and make a youtube channel just throw some reviews up there or something in my own little flavor you know can't like like boom there goes there goes there goes the review yay <laughs> oh yeah they came out with a part two to the jedi game if you ain't know from respawn i didn't even know respawn i keep forgetting like respawn is really respawn really like like they went from just a first person shooting company to basically a company that could give you whatever they felt like giving you <laughs> But like Jedi, um, Fallen Order was great. Then they hit it, they hit it out the park with Survivor. I've heard. I got the game also on sale because thanks to Black Friday. Thank you for that. But 
However, I'm going to play it eventually, but that game is huge. I heard it's big. The story is really good. I haven't checked out the story. Do not spoil me on anything. I'm going to play through it, so I'm going to try to enjoy this, this story organically as possible. I'm looking toward, looking forward to seeing how they handle Cal's um, you know, journey. I'm not sure where he's going to be or where he's going to become. Is he going to be like one of those... Jedi. I don't even know who Cal Kestis really is. I, I gotta look him up. I gotta see who this character is. I'm not really into Star Wars, but I'm think. But he's he's kind of he kind of grown on me with his um his little ginger self, right? <laughs> he's cool. But another oh another one one of my favorite games that came out this year, to be honest, and my personal game of the year. If you haven't like noticed, not noticed, but I haven't really mentioned, which is Remnant Two actually remnant remnant one was good remnant from the ashes was really good and part two is on a whole other, a whole number level okay it's on a whole nother level it's like the dream of part one but they say everything's in zones but these zones are huge it's little hitting areas and paths it was even hitting character hitting classes hitting npcs hitting hitting bosses hitting hitting um was it hidden weapons and stuff like that like little secrets like that they really knew what it means to kind of like discover things in games and that's something that i've always like i've always been interested in and always like down for because that's 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 what dark souls do for me like you you explore and you find shit you find new shit you find more powerful shit and like because that because you found those stuff you you know you upgrade basically and that's 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 always fun boss weapons are real dope they all come with different um abilities different mods mutagens all that stuff they took out the nonsense of armor and all that stuff and built upon like using um uh what you call amulets and and rings to boost your skills and to boost your builds and then they added more quality of life changes to the last recent patch and they just dropped the awakened king dlc which i've heard is it's short it's short but it's solid like it's that's a great level the weapons in there is tough. The new class is, is great. Um, I can't wait to get into that. I haven't bought the DLC pack yet, but I'll be in Remnant 2. And that game is fun, man. Definitely my personal game of the year. Well, it's, it's that and it's, and it's another one. So, like, well, before we get into the other one, Armor Core 6 that came out. And boy, oh boy, Armor Core 6 is back. Armor Core is back, mother. It's back. So, like, I'm so happy about FromSoft. They went from Elder Ring. And he was like, I'm gonna just, we just drop Armor Core Six, which was six two nine. You know what I'm saying? It was just, it was, it was a bomb. It was, it was basically a bomb. It's missiles, guns, all that stuff. You could customize your mech from the top down. All that good stuff. Um, you could switch your weapons out. You could beat the game one handed. You could, listen. It's the game is is good. It's the story is pretty good actually too. Uh, I'm not gonna ruin it or spoil it here, but just go play that game. Go play that game. Right after I played that, I played um, Lies of P. Well, no, no, ooh, ooh, we're gonna talk about Lies of P. But before I forgot, we can't, we can't forget about Todd. I, I almost forgot about Todd. I don't want Todd to get mad at me. Todd came out with one of the greatest games I've ever made, ever um conceived from his mind of the Space Odyssey and some other shit. And you combine that with the Skyrim, Skyrim technology, or oh, well, the Fallout Four creation, <laughs> creation engine. 
and made Starfield. Starfield's not bad. I don't know people at least want to clown it. I guess because of the scale of it, how much money was put into it. But Starfield is not bad. It's a solid game. I played through it. I put like 50 hours into it. Uh, I'm almost done with it. Actually, my coworker finished and he was like, you need to finish it because you get blah, blah, blah. I actually know what you get at the end. I actually spoiled myself with the ending as in, well, the, as in the ending items. I didn't really see the story. The story is okay. I think the story is solid. There's another game I just kind of bought that kind of like rivals it, you know, <laughs> cyberpunk. But, um, oh, I, I can't believe allergies happening. It's kind of cold right now. But yeah, so, but Starfield is definitely, definitely a solid game. Is it a 7 out of 10? I'm thinking of it more of an 8 out of 10 because of the scale it is. And it kind of gave you a working game. I'll say that. It's the most polished Bethesda had ever gave us. So if they could continue that track record with polishedness, I think. I think it'll be I think Elder Scrolls 6 is gonna be a banger. But now we're gonna get into Liza P. I'm bugging. I don't know what I just wanted to talk about it because it's also one of my favorite games this year. Probably another one that's game of the year for me. Cause it's it's basically Bloodborne with a Pinocchio twist. However, they never say Pinocchio because they probably get sued, right? Copyright from Disney. Walt Disney don't play that shit. But it was still it was still a love letter to Bloodborne probably the best love letter to bloodborne we've ever got i don't know if anybody else have really tried to do it but it's definitely was one of them it was definitely it's just people complain about the linearity there's a whole level you could miss if you don't even like know what you're doing and there's also places you can just not find stuff if you don't know where to look i want to say it's super linear but you're not going to get lost in terms of where you need to go that's and that's the thing that that's the quality of life thing and like i said i mentioned earlier about exploring and how that like kind of like dictates my enjoyment however you do explore in lines of p and there's different ways of exploring and there's also like the combat is another thing the combat is really good really polished i didn't have any problem with the uh, the perfect guard system i think it should have been a little bit a tiny bit tweaked just a little act a little bit of a frame to it but they're not gonna do that but it, i think it's solid because i had to learn against np i'm not gonna ruin the game but if you played it if you got to the last boss mp was a problem <laughs> especially that second phase but you know once you learn what you gotta do you have some consumables you know what i mean consumables are basically supposedly supposed to be like they magic shit but like they kind of switched it up so it turned they turned into consumables right um but that game for me is was one of the game of the years for me that and remnant 2 um because i got to play both of those and i really liked both of those i enjoyed it lies of peace combat system and even the weapon crafting system they, they they built upon that i beat the game really without much patches it only, it only had that one patch toward the end and that's only because I, and that's and i got to the end and they patched it so i beat most of the game without the uh that patch and i'm tapping my and i'm gonna pat myself on the back for that because hey it's it was tough it wasn't like these bosses was not easy like just got you had to learn their patterns like because they were hit and they hit hard like it wasn't like you make a mistake that's your ass basically which i appreciate even remnant 2 was like the apocalypse difficulty was tough like you could really get one shot even if your bill's tanky it's, it's crazy um but it's very worth like being the game on that trust me very very worth it one thing i do want to say about this year too is that a lot of developers and these companies have been really taking a lot of community feedback and actually implementing these feedbacks into their games now so a lot of post-patch production is really really good and i appreciate that and i salute everybody that follows that kind of stuff that's that's dope thank you for listening to us because without us you wouldn't have any money 
You know, uh, also without us, you wouldn't be able to make any games, right? If anybody decided, like, you know, we don't want to play any games, without us, you wouldn't have an industry. So please, thank you from the bottom of our heart for doing that, right? There's always a debate which is better, Liza P or Lords of Fallen. For me, I'm gonna say here, Liza P more polished, better gameplay, and you're not sliding around, I'm sorry. Also the weapon, each weapon usually has a different moveset, um, and I like that kind of stuff. Even though like it's not a plethora, I don't got 75 weapons, I don't need, I don't need 50 weapons. I don't understand some people, you don't need 50 weapons, you can look at Monster Hunter, you don't have, 50, you have 14 weapons <laughs> that you could choose from, and then from those 14 you have the types within their own tree. And like maybe there's only like 25, but there's really like five you're gonna really be using because it's the end of the tree. It's like that, but like loads of falling. I don't. It's like you go off the stats and stuff and how it reacts to your bills. I do like the fact that you could like unlock bills after you finish the game, which is kind of cool. And I, anyway, so we're gonna move on to to my to the last game that I'm gonna talk about is which is the Super Mario RPG, the remake remaster, which is a love, which looks. Very cute and adorable. Mario does the same things he did in the um, SNES cartridge of Super Mario RPG, right? Um, that game was fun back in the day. It was tough. It was tough, though. I, mean, like, um, I remember on Super Nintendo, it was tough. It was tough. Um, they even threw in a Final Fantasy boss. You had to grind before you even fought that boss. It was you because if you didn't grind, you would you would have had a very very horrible time, and it wasn't gonna be anything like you couldn't you can't do anything or. But if you get one shotted or like I forgot it could do some Ultima. I think it was yeah, it could do Ultima. But everybody in your party could get wiped. But other than that, I'm not sure if that's in the game. But I'm gonna get it. I said I was gonna get that game anyway. Soon enough I will because I wanna play it again. I like the first one when I was like a young kid. It's gonna probably bring back the nostalgia. Just like it probably brought back nostalgia for many other people. But I'm definitely looking forward to playing that. And I know that twenty twenty three is not done, definitely. We're gonna come back and revisit this, and if I want to revisit it with uh, with my boys, basically do like an end of the year episode, you know, have as much people on here as possible, get some clips of much people's of as much people as possible. Hopefully, see how people felt about twenty twenty three and in gaming. Um, I think that'd be a cool little episode. But stay tuned for next week. Me and my boy gonna pull up. We're gonna talk about um. I keep saying next week. Stay, it's two weeks. In two weeks, stay tuned. In two weeks, it's two weeks. All right, we're gonna go see the Godzilla movie. I'm gonna, we're gonna come back talking about that, and we're gonna talk about Final Fantasy 16 because I'm gonna, I finally finished it. Hopefully, we get to that. But I did finally finish it. Some bosses is great. I don't listen. I don't get it. I just don't get it. But you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't get it, but um, the ho- uh, well, it's, it's holiday season. Thanksgiving just passed. I hope you guys had uh, yeah, a wonderful Thanksgiving. Next holiday is what is Christmas. It's it's another another um, spend your money holiday, right? Now um, now it's these holidays are for like for us to really come together as family and friends. I think even as a community, we come together. We, you see a bunch of different fan arts and stuff representing the holidays with our characters and things like that. I always think that's dope. I like that how we express ourselves and everything like that. Shout out to Anime NYC for giving Vandal and Exhibit a pass and him giving me the pass to come in and make content and stuff like that. Um, please let me get a press pass next year because it doesn't take that much. You just print out a plastic card it's, and you put press on it. You can even put a sticker and it could just say press and you can just give it to me. I, I'll take it as long as I could just, you know, go to panels and stuff like that but i still got to meet panelists so it's not even it wasn't that that too serious but 
Give me that pre- Give me that motherfucking press next time. Don't be sending me no stupid email about people like talking about oh they gonna make the cosplayers ask crazy questions. Nobody gonna make nobody ask no crazy questions, right? So give me that shit next time. <laughs> Supposedly I'm supposed to be going to anime in New Jersey, so we'll see how that goes. You can check out my Instagram at Nerds in the Hood. You can check out my IG. That's, that's an IG. I'm sorry. You can check out my IG at Nerds in the Hood. You can check out my TikTok. It's Candy Powers. Um, and that's supposedly it. <laughs> my IG has my link tree. Link tree is linked to different things. According to my Discord podcast episodes and also the, hopefully the YouTube channel up, will be up and running very soon. Um, but you know, I hope you I hope everyone is able to take care of their family. Remember to wash your ass and take care of yourself. You know, stay blessed. Peace.